Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Pharrell on the bench. You have nothing to do with it. You're not on the team. You're not playing. You're not on the bench. You're not a coach. You're not the play-by-play guy. You're nothing. You're just a fan. That's all you are. It's so funny to me how we're supposed to brush that under the rug and just carry on with the football. So let's just let that dog lie, and then everyone can celebrate his greatness on the football field. I got to tell you, I'm sick and tired of hearing about his memory. What a gifted human being. He's just so much better than all of us. If you're going to sell me that you're such a genius, then you gotta sell me that you win every game why is it that the nfl gets to take everything to the next level like they're the supreme being of all atrocities if they're found guilty of a crime they should be suspended if they're not found guilty they should not be suspended What's so hard about that? Everyone says I'm this, I'm that. Like, I got anything to do with it. You're going to blame the loudmouth radio host in New York? I'm the problem? How stupid are you? Listening to Pharrell on the bench. It's Pharrell on the bench in the biggest way possible. Hanging out a bad seat, a broken day, a bad apple with a bad attitude. Hanging around a bunch of bad, at a bad taste, bad lie, bad do, bad breath, bad attention, bad vibes. We are live in the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York City. Ooh. And we're at the MGM in Sin City, the Mecca, the Hub, beautiful downtown Las Vegas, baby, for Wilder Ortiz, too. Home is more than a house. It's a personal paradise. Get yours with Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. People dressed in plastic bags, directed traffic, some kind of fashion shake it up. Should do be- All my friends that come around, fight to fight to party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess, this town's a tatter. Brains splattered all over Manhattan. Should do be shake it Are you with us tonight from Las Vegas? Some old Van Halen, turn down that G damn Van Halen, baby. Have you seen a so bad and pretty movie with, with a style in the heat? From a house of rooms in the third degree. Sing it. Feel it. Oh, 
is our toll-free number brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. All right, so um, we're in Vegas. Carver High and Matt Hatter back in uh, New York City, and Mafia and I are here at the MGM for Wilder Ortiz 2 on Saturday at the Grand Garden Arena here at the... MGM, our home away from home, and it's on pay-per-view, Fox pay-per-view, and the Fox Sports app. Call your cable operator and order the fight. It doesn't get any better than this. We're here tonight and tomorrow for special editions of Pharrell on the Bench. Gearing up for the Ortiz Wilder 2 title rematch. Tune in, catch the big showdown on pay-per-view, as I said, and the Fox Sports app. Everybody's fired up here. Great crowd today, Mafia. They had a lot of big names here, and we're getting ready to have a great show tonight. We're going to have our good, dear friend, Freddie Roach, on in a couple seconds. And then uh, the State of the Bruce, which is uh, Bruce Binkow, always with the State of the Bruce. And then uh, later, that's coming up here in the first hour. Second hour, uh, later, uh, 8.04 Pacific, 11-ish East Rick Harrow on our Sports Business Report, 840 Pacific, 1140 East. Chris Domino from The Fan in Atlanta is here. Uh, Domino and Cellini, we will talk to Chris, our good friend from Atlanta, coming up later. And then uh, Jay Berman is back in New York on updates. Freddie, my man. Hello, how are you? How are you doing, brother? Everything's great. Thanks a lot for hanging out here uh, in the uh, Posh Media Center with no one in it at all, except maybe five or six people sitting here. Are they smoking weed over there? Uh, all I know is uh, it's good to see you, as always, bro. Yeah, good to see you, too. Thank so, you. So, um, I know you're busy, and I know it sucks having to wait around for me, but I got here. At least I showed up to do the show, which is a positive step. You're always positive. You know what I mean? You gotta Somebody's got to show up and do the job, and it's Pharrell and Roach. So, uh Tell me about uh, Neary, uh, Luis Neary. That's your boy, right? Yeah, he just uh, he walked in the gym about a month ago, and uh, um, it reminded me of Manny Pacquiao. And uh, he says, I'm Manny's biggest fan, and I think you did a great job with him. He said, can you train me? Um, so I said, okay, let's go. So, so wait, now let me ask you, Freddie. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that the greatest trainer on the face of the earth, bar none, that a kid can walk off the street. Now, he's already a good fighter, yeah. but he wanted something better. And that you were willing, just by that, just by him saying that he's Manny's biggest fan and you're the baddest trainer on the planet, I want you to train me. And that's all it took to nail you down? Uh, then, well, to nail me down, he had to put the gloves on. And, and show he, you. And show me him. And he showed me 
he can punch really, really hard. He's a really, really good puncher. You told me and, that today. So, yeah, so he so. got, so you got in the ring with him, and he started uh, slapping you around a little bit with those strong uh, paws, and you knew you had something. Yes, I definitely knew. Yes. So wait, when when you worked him out, how long did it take you to notice that you had something? Five two, minutes. Two. Two minutes. Yeah. So in two minutes, you knew you wanted the gig. Yes. And then, uh, and then how does that work out? How did you well, close you know, that deal? Just easily because you're that cool? Yeah, it was just made a time for him where, where he can fit in with my smaller guys for, for, for sparring and so forth. Right. And then, uh, you know, uh, then two weekends in a row he went to Mexico, and I said, why are you going to Mexico? He said, well, I went to visit my family. I said, He's well, from Tijuana. Yes. And I said, well, you know, it's better for you to be here. He trained, concentrated on the fight, and, and uh, so then uh, <laughs> I just want you to hold on a second, Freddie. Let let's just I, we got to establish some things here. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know how badly I behaved multiple times in Tijuana. I just want you to know, Freddie, <laughs> that I mean to tell you I did everything in Tijuana, and I did most of it completely naked. I mean, honestly, here. Uh, can you can you take that call there? That's my son calling about his fantasy team, and, and Mafia is his special advisor, like your Neary's special advisor. Mafia has to answer uh, the gambling and fantasy questions with my son Gunner. So anyway, I partied in Tijuana multiple times, always naked, and I did felonies there. I mean, sheer felonies. I can't even believe Freddie that I got back over the border. Yeah, and I was wondering how he got back over the, over the border. Also. I mean, honestly, that place. <laughs> It has, I mean, it, the partying that goes on there, it's, it's a little taste of hell, but it's fun. It's uh, fun there. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy it too. You go down there and party? I uh, don't party. I, I but mean, you've been down there, and you know they party down there. Oh, yeah, I know they party down there. I mean, I know a lot of people that used to, like, go down there to get, like, drugs and uh, steroids and stuff. I mean, you knew that, right? Like, at one point, you could score anything there. You can score it, yes. It's a very open market. <laughs> right, like, it is the ultimate black market, is it not? You can go down there and literally get anything for, like, 20%. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Am I wrong? No, I get 30% off. All right, so wait. Oh, you get 30 I believe it, Freddie. You got more juice than me. So did you? Uh, so you went down there, but did you? Did you ever go down there with him? To no. he, he just went down to see his family. Yes, and I, you know, I told him that he's got to stay in camp and train, train for this fight coming up, and uh, so um, he's a, he's a good kid, and his one of his brothers got sick, and then I said, "Did you go down to to see him?" He says, "No." I said, why didn't you go down and see your brother? He said, he doesn't feel well. He said, well, you told me not to. I said, oh, thanks for listening. Well, there, at least he listened. <laughs> yeah, at least he listened. So who's the, uh, this kid, uh, Rodriguez, from the, uh, he's from Puerto Rico that he's fighting? Yeah, we're a tough kid from Puerto Rico, and uh, um, one of the, uh, the better fighters out of Puerto Rico, actually. And uh, he's a, not an easy opponent, but style-wise, my guy should be too strong for him. Right, so he's, uh, you know, bottom line is Neary's 30-0 and 0 with 24 knockouts? Yes. Has he fought anybody? He's fought two of the best Japanese fighters uh, that are over there, and he's beat them both. He's knocked them both out. How did he get those fights? You? Uh, no, that was before he... This is your first fight with him? First fight, yes. And who was training him before you? I think he trained himself. Are you kidding? No, no. So wait a minute. 
This Not, all right, so he's, you know, that that sounds he, stupid. He's a little wild, yeah. So, he, so he's like a uh, renegade. Yeah, but he's learning very quickly. Uh, so how has he adapted to your ways? Uh, he's got, adapted very well. Um, you know, he needs a lot of work with the footwork. He, you know, he, again, his favorite fight is Pacquiao. So he, he gave me a good lead there. And So of, does he uh, emulate he, him? Yes, he does. So he tries to be him almost. Yes. With his style. With that style, yeah. He probably punches a little harder. And does he think, so he punches harder than Manny? Uh, he's he's not as quick, but he's much he's stronger, yes. So uh, do you think that when you see him uh, in the gym at Wildcard, do you feel that he's got um, the chance to be better than Manny Pacquiao, who's had a legendary career with you? He does have a chance to be a tall order, of course, but he does have a chance. He's that good, yes. I mean, so then finally you know, we get ready for sparring. Right. And I got three guys lined up for, for him sparring. Right. What happens? He, he destroys them all. He knocked three out. <laughs> and what did you think when you saw that? That was pretty, pretty and that was, amazing. That was convincing. Very, very convincing. That, that solidified the deal. Yeah, it did, and uh, and, we're, and so the guys that you get to uh, spar, you know everyone. So you you got three tough cookies yes. to come in there and dance with him, and he knocked them all out. Yes. And then what what did they think? Like, I mean, you, the guys that you got to spar, they had to have said something to you. Like that guy just smashed my face in. Yeah, yeah one guy told me he's not, I'm not coming back on Wednesday. <laughs> no, problem. <laughs> no, no problem. So, uh, what did you think when you saw the damage that he was, uh, the damage plan he was on? You know, because I I felt his power in the mitts, and he really hits hard. And uh, it, in, in, when he's boxing, he really goes. Really, all out. And he's a he's a a bantamweight. So what is the exact weight? One hundred eighteen pounds. One eighteen. So he's a little dude. He's a small dude, but he means business. He does. And the thing is, when you get little guys that can punch, it's very unusual because you don't really find that too often. What did you think of? Um, you told me today that uh, that Chavez Junior came uh, strolling into there as well to work with you. Yes, he did. So wait a minute. You're telling me. That he's coming back to fight and that you're working with him. Yes. And how does he look and what's his story lately? Where the hell's he been? Um, he's trying to clean his life up and uh, do, do, do better. He came, he came, first day he came in, I look at him and I says, hmm, he's pretty, he's in shape. He came to my gym in shape before he got, he got there and that's something that... In fighting shape. In fighting shape and he looked really good. And he's sparring with, uh, I got a kid from Kazakhstan right now. He's the amateur champion in the world, and he's already going to the Olympics again in, in, really? in Japan. And the kid's a really good, I would like to turn him pro right now. He's a very good prospect, but he has his own people from Kazakhstan. And, but him and Chavez have been working really well together, and uh, Chavez is doing quite well with him also. Are you going to go to the Olympics? No. Why not? Uh, I just don't have time right now. I have 21 pro fighters, and it's just, it's it's difficult. At the, I, so you're drowning in work because you got 21 fighters. Yes. And who are your favorite fighters these days that you have working for you? Well, I like all of them. Otherwise, I, w- I, I, I wouldn't. You wouldn't have taken them. I wouldn't have taken them. So they, they all good work ethic and so forth. Uh, Chavez, I was a little worried about, of course, but I said, okay, now the deal goes. I said, first day you miss, I says, I'm gone. It's over. 
Yeah, he's over. And, and he's never missed. Nope. So, um, do you like those reclamation projects? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's basically what he is, right? Yeah. I, I how do. old is he now? Do we know how old he is? I think he might be about 34. Wow. So that's like getting up there. It's starting to get up there, yeah. But, you know, in today's market, the, the, the fighters are going a lot older than they used to. To what, 40? Uh, yeah, they're going more like 40 right now because, uh, you know, the activity is not, not there like it used to be. They fight twice a year. Yeah, and like, you know, I fought 11 times my second year pro. So, so you, <laughs> it was a different game back then. But now it's twice or three max? Yes, uh, three is a big number. And now. how do you feel about that number of fights? Do you feel that that's I, a, a smart or they should be fighting more? They should be fighting more. That's what I think. There's no way you can be sharp without activity. That's what I mean. Like, uh, So why why do they go so short? Because uh, they're contracts and agents. Everyone wants to, wants to sign for so many fights. So many fights on TV, and there's only so much TV out there. Right. And, uh, you know, with all these new companies coming. How uh, hard is it to be huge? It's, it look, they make it look easy because there is a couple guys get huge really quick. Right. With the signing bonuses of, you know, over millions of dollars we're talking about. Right. And it's really, really good for boxing right now for, for a handful of guys, but not for everybody. All right. Uh, we'll come back with, uh, Freddie Roach, we're talking to him here at the MGM in Vegas, and we'll find out what he thinks of some of the other fights like Wilder Ortiz and uh, Leo Santa Cruz's fight with Flores. Uh, we got a lot going on. Of course, uh, Luis Neri from Tijuana fighting Emmanuel Rodriguez in the Bantamweight Championship. So he'll be, uh, Neri will have a belt on Saturday night. Yes, he will. He's going to win a belt Saturday night. All right, it's Pharrell on the Bench. We're live in Vegas on CBS Sports Radio. This is Pharrell on the Bench. I don't know if I can find exact uh, moments of the game where I have multiple highlights here of just massive amounts of, uh, of action. But I'm telling you, here's us running right now and just dealing. Now watch. Now, I'm out there. You'll see in a second. Here we go, Freddie. I'm... Uh, that's Mafia with the ball underneath right He's there. He's the slow one. That was a bucket right there for Mafia. 6'5", 240. It's no joke. Mafia, I think at this point. You know, Manny, Manny honestly flies teams in to play his team. Okay, well. Um, at his house. I'm, I'm out there. I'm, I'm in the corner right there. So, anyway, I, I'm on the right block right down there by the basket. That's me right there. We're, we're on defense right here. So, right. so here's the so, deal. There's me getting the rebound. Rip and run. Here we go. Off and running. I'm on the far left wing. Here we go. Let's see if we can get a little love going here. My boy will hit the J. You like that one? Boom. Stick. Here's the deal. Uh, I'm not losing in a basketball game to little Manny Pacquiao at anything on a basketball court. Now, I know he can play basketball. I've seen him play basketball before. I've actually seen him play basketball before. So he's decent. There's There's no denying it. But Mafia, just tell my boy Freddie here what the deal is. Just tell him the England. truth. We got some good players overall. Scott can hit from the outside and get the little touch inside and the little flicks. Bro, I dropped fifteen a night automatic in a violent league filled with six foot eight, six foot six, six foot five monsters that play D one basketball. He's a all terrible over the defender, country. but he could shoot. I can shoot and score on anyone, and I can rebound, and I can swat shots, and I'm dirty. Okay, I'm so I, some little five foot uh, dude. Let me tell you something, Mafia. How often do you see little five foot dudes do anything against me? Never, he, he, never, he's five, never. He's five six. Five six is five foot to me with shoes on. 
<laughs> he's got shoes on, Freddie. I'm telling you. Okay, I'm I, I can't wait to tell him. Listen, he, he's gonna send call him up. He's going to send you plane tickets listen, to the Philippines. Tell that femme to send us. Uh, there's seven of us. We'll fly down to the Philippines, and I will rake him. for. Not only will I rake him. I'll rake him for three straight days and 20 straight games. Okay. I will rake him. And then he can, you know what he can do with all those millions he has? He's been feeding all them people in the Philippines. He can give me the money <laughs> because he's, he's always saving everybody's life. What he needs to do is give Pharrell the cash for dropping Mafia dunk in his face. Well, he's 6'5", 240, uh, some little five-foot dude. Man, he's my height. Come on, man. Listen, Freddie, you're the greatest trainer and my dear friend. But you're not scoring on me I'm on a basketball. Yeah, I will kill you. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get you like to have you a good time in the listen, Philippines. Manny Pacquiao will knock me out with one punch. Game over. Temple shot. Lights out. I'm sleeping for two days. But basketball is my bread and butter. Carver High, tell Freddie what's going to happen to him if he plays basketball I against the ballers. I can't wait to get you two together. Carver High. Now, won't end well. It's, it's not going to end well. It is not going to end well. What I want to show you, though, like, Mavi, did I have that sweet and one last night on the breakaway, and little Mal tried to stop me. He's five foot six too, and you know what I did to him? I took his wife out to dinner. When you're driving to the basket, right, did, 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 they, like, put, did they shrink? Listen, dude, there's no five-foot dude. Tell me. Does who shrink? There's no five-foot dude stopping me. I'm six foot three, 220. There's no five-foot dude stopping me at anything. I'm in basketball. It's not happening. Mafia, tell him before I lose my temper here. I'm Your t- boy, Freddie. I'm, I'm scouting Manny right now. Give me a second, all right? I'm, I'm seeing I know, he can, I know he can play. He's got, he's got a weird shot, though. He's got, he's got a little hitch to his shot. He kind of looks like our boy Mike, the way he shoots to a degree. He has it above the head, though, instead of Mike's yeah. you know, shot. Oh, the shovel is yeah. Jerry West shovel shot. Listen, I know Manny can play ball. He cannot play ball like me. That's all there is to it. I played my whole life. He's a fighter. I'm a basketball player. I will school his ass six ways till Sunday. I'll beat him so many times, his entire family will take me out to dinner. I mean, I'm not even kidding. Now, listen, talk to me about um, you think you just told me, my man Freddie, you just told me that you think Ortiz is going to win the fight. No, I didn't say that. I would, well, I, you said he's in great shape, and you think he's got a chance to beat him. I do That's what you said. I did. What's because, the difference? Because he, you know, he got in shape and looks like he trained, but you know, at times, do people like? You thought he was a fat ass well, before? Be, yeah, and the thing is, now he get, he's got in shape, and at his age, which we don't know, forty. Oh, forty plus. <laughs> you think he's forty-five? He's ready. I think he's fifty. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he was 40 when he got on the raft and he got over. He was five years older. It took five years to go for 90 miles. He's like my boy. What's his name? Uh, your boy, uh, Yaziel Puig. It took him 12 trips. So you think when he got on the raft, he was 40, but when he got to Miami, he was 45? <laughs> Freddie. So wait. Now, so this is the first time you've ever, <laughs> this is the first time you've ever seen him show up in shape for a fight. For sure, yes. So what did you think when you saw him all ripped and looking good and yeah, lost, yeah, what, 25, 30 pounds? Yeah, and I think, he, I think he, he might have a good chance to win the fight. Because he was kind of a fat ass when he they fought in Brooklyn. Fat, yes, he was. But the thing is, uh, you know, they're both good punchers. They both hit hard. And they're both very, very good boxers. Um, but, you know, uh, you know. What Wild, do you think of? Wilder, uh, Wilder you know, I mean. When he knocked Tyson Fury down, I was amazed. I was amazed that my guy got up from those two shots. What did you think of that uh, in the 12th round when he was literally out cold and and he saw Jesus 
and he was literally out cold, and he was talking to Jesus about his future in heaven. And somehow Jesus slapped him across the face, and he woke up and got up and finished the fight. You knew he won 10 rounds of that fight, Fury. Uh, yes. But you can't take a belt away from Wilder when he knocks him out twice. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, so that's what happened. So yeah, now they're going to fight again. Yes. What's going to happen the second time? Are you going to train Fury? Uh, no, no, no. At this point, we haven't, I haven't spoken to him in a Do long you long. think he's lost his mind with all the wrestling and MMA BS? I think he's just having fun. He's just making money and having fun. Yeah. But you think he can still go? Because the guys he's fought lately literally work down at the DFW where I take my garbage every week. The, the guys he's been fighting lately are absolutely the worst like what these fights on espn plus have been a joke you gotta admit you have to admit it to me they're embarrassing uh, i haven't watched them what was the guy he fought do you remember like he fought some german guy oh yes wallen was that his name yeah he's the best fighter in germany though so what they were showing the guy drinking like a diet coke before the fight do you think wait ready is he on Manny Pacquiao's basketball team, Wallen? No. The seven-footer. Freddie, yeah. so tell me what you think of uh, of uh, Leo Santa Cruz. I love Leo. Leo's a great fighter. I, I, I like him to win by knockout in this fight. He's a very good fighter, very good player. Throws 100 punches around. Do you think he throws more punches than anyone in boxing right now? Yes. I do, too. Yeah. I mean, he's in, violent in, in, uh, efficient punches also. Right. He's, they all land. Yeah, they all land. He's very sharp. body shots like crazy. Very crazy. He's he'll very take, he'll knock the liver through your organs, through your, the back of your. It'll go out your back. Yeah. He'll punch you so hard in the liver. It'll come out your backside. <laughs> I, I've never seen anyone with land body shots like that. A 50 of them around. Yeah. He doesn't even care about your face. He'll, he'll beat your body so bad you'll want to cry to your mommy. I mean, honestly, yeah, he's like my favorite fighter to watch fight yeah. these days. He is, he's a great, great person. I, I like now. What did you think of uh, Errol Spence uh, driving 100 miles an hour drunk? You know, I just. Uh, Do you I'm think his career's I'm, over? Uh, yes. Didn't he break every bone in his body? He broke his jaw only, they say, and knocked his teeth out. And that's it. I don't, I don't believe that's... I don't believe that for a minute either. Uh, you know, that accident was this, I mean, terrible. You saw the car flip like five times. I'm glad he's alive. What did you think when you saw that? I thought he's over, for sure. Right. You know? I mean, so he threw it all away? Um, yes, so far. And, and did you feel at any point that... Um, how much time do I got, Mafia? Did you feel that at any point that it was like Crawford, Lomachenko, and Spence were the three best pound-for-pound fighters in the world? Yes, I did. Okay, so not anymore. No. I mean, I, so who's replaced who's replaced him in the uh, Errol Spence in that in that window? Uh, right now, you know, because I wanted Pacquiao to fight him, right? And uh, you know, Pacquiao might fight one of those other guys. So. I heard he's talking about Mikey or Danny Garcia. Now, that, what? That, I, that's what that's what's being offered. Right do you now. think? Do you think that Mikey Garcia could beat Manny? No. You still think Manny keeps winning? Yes. How old is he now? Uh, on December seventeenth, he will be forty-two years old. Forty-two, and he's just going to keep going. Are they going to actually stick us with uh, Mayweather and him again, or do you think uh, Mayweather's just eating chocolate and partying and getting fat? 
Um, you know, Mandy really wants that rematch so badly because he was disappointed right. in the way he fought the first time. But do you think that that guy's going to get in the ring again? Because I, I, I'm not getting uh, that feeling because I, I feel like he just doesn't care anymore. He doesn't care anymore. He doesn't care about boxing. It doesn't seem like He that. just wants to go to NBA games and spend money. Uh, Is that about right? I think so. And you know that it takes tons of hard work to actually one uh, thing, one to be about, to want to fight a fight that yeah, of that but, magnitude. But one thing about him, though, if the fight if he does take the fight, he will train. He he, he knows how to train. All right, uh, Freddie, uh, I got to run. I love you. Great stuff as always. You're Thank fantastic. You. you know I love you and have uh, every time I see you, I love putting you on the show. You're terrific. Thank you very uh, much. Good luck with um, uh, Neary on Saturday night when he wins his. Uh, is that his first belt he'll win? Uh, no, second. Second bell. Uh, I'll yell obscenities from you. Uh, the, I'll be in the front row right by you in the corner, and I'm going to yell at you the whole fight okay. and obscenities. And I'll tell him, okay? Yeah. Tell your Femi friend, Manny Femio, that the Pharrell ballers are coming down to the Philippines and to get a, uh, one of those little mariachi bands to play while I'm rolling 30 on his face. Okay, no problem. I mean, I will I will deal the finger roll on him like nobody's business. I'll do. I, I'll have all kinds of windmill little little, little jimmies. <laughs> Tell him mafia. Mafia's not. Will. I will light him up like a bong. Okay. Like okay. a Christmas tree. I can't wait. Tell Pacquiao it's on. <laughs> Set it up, Freddy. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, we're back in uh, Vegas. I got to tell you, that was just, I'm still, I haven't recovered from this guy trying to sell me that little Manny Pacquiao can stop me in basketball. That's the funniest thing I've heard since I got here. I mean, I'm always looking for good one-liners or good jokes or funny people or stand-up comedy. I mean, I got it all tonight from Freddie telling me a little Manny Pacquiao, a little five-foot Manny Pacquiao is going to stop me playing basketball. Ha! Are you kidding me? My daughter's better than Manny Pacquiao. And, and that's true, too. You've seen her. She can ball. My daughter will light Manny Pacquiao up like a cigarette. I'm not even kidding you. She'll do him. She'll drop 30 on him. All threes. She won't. You can't even stop her. She's going to be a schoolgirl legend. This girl can play, dude. I'm not even kidding you. She'll light him up. Forget about me. I'll humiliate him. I'll make him. He'll, by the time I'm done with him, he'll be naked in a ditch. Uh, it's time for the state of the Bruce. Carver High loves my annual trips, multiple trips to Las Vegas to hang out with the legend Bruce Pinkow of the PBC. And, of course... Uh, infamy on the bench with Pharrell on the bench. Bruce Bankow runs the PBC for uh, the Ghost, Mr. Heyman. And you've got yourself another great event on Fox Pay-Per-View and the Fox Sports app on Saturday night at the Grand Garden Arena here in Sin City. But what I want to know about before we talk about Wilder Ortiz, too, is how can fans in Las Vegas tomorrow hang out with Pharrell? And Because, uh, you know, we have to be very careful, Bruce, as you know, with contests and giveaways and such. We don't do that on the bench. I'll get sued and I'll get tarred and feathered by the powerful suits that run the company I work for. So I have to say, I could do a meet and greet with the fans before the weigh-in and then perhaps at that moment, something could be exchanged in terms of love and respect to others. Well, first of all, welcome to Vegas, my yes, friends. Sir. Look at this, Scotty, Mafia. Now, last time I saw you, Scott... Right. Um, Brian wasn't there. But Carver we, High. We were oh, Carver High. We were in Los Angeles. That's right. Getting ready for 
Spence versus Porter, and I told you that was going to be a barn burner. Great fight. Did I lie? That was the fight of the year. That was amazing. That was, was amazing. Great, it was a great night, top to bottom. I night. thought that was a, the best fight I saw of the year. It was violent, and I thought that uh, uh, Showtime gave him all he could handle, yeah. but I still thought that, that uh, Errol Spence won the fight. And I, uh, we were talking, Freddie and I, earlier about, I think, uh, my question to you is this. Do you think he threw his career away with the car wreck? I do. I said that. I, I said that to Freddie. Freddie thinks so too. He thinks it, it uh, may ruin him. I, I mean, listen. Uh, the, uh, all the reports that I'm getting is that he's fine. You know, he's he's ready to fight. Wants to fight. He's back in the gym, and he's. Doing Are you kidding? Right. There's nothing wrong with him. Uh, that's what I've been told. Hundred percent. So you're telling me a guy flips a Ferrari doing a buck five drunk driving, and, and flips way, fifteen there, times. There, 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 uh, there are no official charges. So oh, of course not, because he's got a hundred million dollars in the bank. By the time the by the time the rich get a DUI. By the time they're done, the cop was the guy drinking. I mean, he wasn't even driving the car. Ferrari, what Ferrari? I only have a Lamborghini. I think we're going to. I only him got back. a Bugatti. I think we're going to see him back in the ring, and I think you're going to, you know, you're you're looking at uh, the next big superstar in boxing. Oh, so so Spence comes back from it and fights Crawford, and Bud Crawford will be the guy that stops him. How's that for sandwich meat? I'm, I'm not sure I'm with you on that. You're not buying that either. I'm not buying State that. State of either. the Bruce. But anyway, my point is this. I told you last time, right. don't sleep on that fight. And I'm telling you this time. Again. Again, Wilder versus Ortiz is going to be a really interesting you, fight. Then why did you try to sell me that Kool-Aid today that you were trying to flavor me up with the seven-round BS? It's going to be over in seven. No, I was saying I'm perplexed that the line in Vegas is is it won't will or won't go seven, right? Because so yeah. it's it's plus one twenty five that it doesn't that it doesn't go seven. It won't go is minus one twenty five. Minus one twenty five, right? It yeah. will go is minus one oh five. Okay, so I was asking you, what do you think? Cause I, I said over. No, I said over. You said over. Okay. Well, you know, because I have uh, already interviewed uh, Wilder today. Yeah. And Leo Santa Cruz. Now, those will be airing tomorrow on the bench. We are saving the uh, fighters for tomorrow's show. Tonight is more about you, Freddie, and others. Now, Freddie told you, I I didn't hear the interview, but I'm guaranteeing that he said, watch out for Wilder. Don't sleep. I mean, uh, Ortiz, don't sleep. That's right. He said that Ortiz has lost like 30 or 40 pounds and looks absolutely svelte. Right. So you remember the last fight, and for. Everybody out there that doesn't remember, big heavyweight fight, Luis Ortiz, a Cuban uh, monster. They calls himself King Kong. Nobody wanted to fight him. Nobody right. wanted to fight him. Wilder says, I'll fight him, right? Have a, they, they, Wilder's dominating. He's doing his thing. You know, Wilder's you know, got a perfect record. All of a sudden, in the seventh round, Luis Ortiz clips Rocks him. And buzzes him. And yeah, he said he was buzzed. Yeah. It's a nice way of saying... He, his equilibrium was off a little. He, he had vertigo. I was watching Ferelligo. it. I was buzzed watching it. Going, he, got, no, he, no. Right, he got rocked. He got his, rocked. Knees his knees buckled. buckled. He, was, he had he to hold on. Ropes. It, it looked like they could have stopped it, and all of a sudden the bell rings. End of seventh round, Wilder survives. Why do you think they didn't stop that fight? Well, you know, I thought he, he did a good job holding on. I actually believe they should have not stopped the right. fight. They, it was a good non-call because I'll tell you why. Do you think that's because he's the champ? They gave him the respect? Well, no, I'm saying he came back 
listen, he came back. He got his legs back under him. He took a round. He re, you know, collected himself, knocked the guy out in the 10th round. So it turns out it was the right call not to stop the fight. Right. You stop the fight when a guy can't defend So great job by the ref. Fight. Great job by the ref. Ortiz gets clipped in the 10th round. Unlike the NFL refs who ruin every game, you're telling me that the boxing refs lately have been making good calls. Yeah, well, that was the right call because the guy came back and won the fight, right? right? Now, so Wilder can go about his career. He's got all sorts of options. He's got Tyson Fury out there. He's got, you know, he he could fight anybody. Everybody wants to fight him. He's got the WBC heavyweight championship belt. He's the guy. Right, Right. he's the man. He says, nope. I got unfinished business, right? People are telling me that, oh, you got buzzed by this guy. This guy caught you. He almost beat you. So, again, Luis Ortiz, nobody wants to fight this guy. There's no upside. Why are you going to fight this crazy Cuban? He hits like you're getting hit by a car, right? And he says, I'll fight him again. So next thing we know, Ortiz shows up at the commercial shoot, svelte, Cut, looking great. Because then, why do you guys have promo shots of him looking well, literally like he we, is an absolute? He's the, he looks like the size of a of a, a oasis of the sea. That's what he, he looks like, like. A Royal Caribbean ship. That's what he looked like in the first fight. Oh, is that where you got yeah. it from? Yeah. But now you're telling me he's lost forty pounds. Well, you saw him today, didn't you? See him here? And no. he, he, I only he, talk with people that speak English. <laughs> I don't. I don't hang out with Cubans and all the rest. People talking down to me and other languages and giving me the business, cussing at me in Spanish. I can't have it. Dude, what happened to you? You used to live in L.A. I know. Well, I lo- <laughs> that, that was where I learned all my Spanish. Now I'm, I have a lot of work to do on my Spanish. As you know, Mafia, I watch only shows on Netflix in Spanish to prepare myself to go to fights like this. Bruce, don't go anywhere. We have the state of the Bruce. I have Rick Harrell coming up, and then we'll get back into the boxing. We'll talk about some gambling and some fights and the, and the weigh-in tomorrow. It's for on the bench from the MGM in Vegas. Excellent. Thing. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.